Would you eat yourself if you were hungry? I Give would. Give yourself some brown sauce. I would. I would. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the TNP podcast. That is the name of the podcast. Tonight, we are here with myself, Soul Brush Creative, as well as... Hi, man, Kyle, and our third of the night with us is... Bone saw is ready. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Oh shit! And chair and, and chair. Stupid and chair. Chair. <laughs> Give it up for chair. Give <laughs> <laughs> up for chair, everybody. Oh and shit! And super day, Brandon. What up, everybody? Bone saws ready. Super day is ready. <laughs> Super I'm Sunday sorry. is here. Super motherfucking Sunday, there, boys. Oh yeah. Oh Don't yeah. Monster truck here at Super Perfect. Sundays. Oh yeah. Why did I ever change my name? How you guys been? Super How's Day everyone been? Super Sunday. Not too bad. Been good. Been good. How about you? Pretty fucking good, mate. Whoa. Coming with the intensity. With the intensity. All right. Doing right. Perfect, mate. About yourself. Been right. Perfect. I. Were you so you were on vacation, Soul? How was that? How, how was your uh, vacation time? Fattening, bro. Fattening. Fucking okay, I had, fattening. I had a stomach pumped. <laughs> oh, telling Kyle, yeah, we had like four Thanksgivings. <laughs> it's bananas. That you guys, you guys, uh, split it in between each of your families. You and Hero. Oh yeah, it's it's the beauty of divorces. <laughs> separate. <laughs> Dinner. Wait, so you, you, you each? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Holy! You, I need a minute. You, oh, that's I the generation we live in. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anymore. I take it back. I'm kidding. I mean, not yet. At least. I mean, there's still time, but still. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> not us. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's like Wait, oh, so you, yeah, you man, both we have seven we had seven thanksgivings thank you for breaking up nah dude so you, guys, just... you guys both have divorce parents we both do uh we would have had five thanksgivings if we went to see my dad but he's like three states away so we went to her dad's for the actual thanksgiving day uh then saturday we went to her dad's best friend's and then we went to my mom's. Then we went to her mom's. It was crazy. I'm Damn. all. I was all socialized out for a good little while. I'm like, I'm. I'm done talking. <laughs> I need to recharge. Let me draw. Just leave me in my corner. Let me draw. Dude, seriously, do you guys ever do that? Whenever you're like, even when you're with family, sometimes you like sneak and bring your iPad with you. And, oh like, no, I duck out somewhere. I go hide. Yeah. I go hide. <laughs> And I just endlessly scroll because I'm like, my like my battery needs to recharge. I'm like, I need y'all, I need I need y'all to just leave me, let me be now. Let me be. <laughs> I'm in my room. Simmer down now. Yeah, simmer down now. I need y'all to just be be gone, be away. So for those of you listening, uh, we are calling a season finale next week, and then, then uh, we'll be back in a couple months. His chair has so much to say, but he just can't say it. And get the words out. Dude. I really. Oh, Lord. If the chair breaks on the finale. 
honestly, if it does, then I, I will have to spend some guapo to get a get a whole new chair. That would some be guapo. the perfect finale. That would be on brand for us for a season finale. The chair breaks like during the outro. Chair breaks through the floor. Smash. Yay. Can you just hear me just go? <laughs> uh, well, folks, uh, that's an- <laughs> it's actually falling with a reverb echo. <laughs> uh, Goodbye, uh, it's too much. <laughs> it lives in like a 50 story building. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I got money apparently. Yeah, yeah. Falling through every every floor. Negative zero dollars, but I live I live in a penthouse. It's perfect. I mean, technically, I mean, from where I was living to here, it's technically a penthouse. I mean, let's be real here, folks. Ooh, bunker eighty eighty three is about to uh write a recipe for the two of you. We got a super Super steak on brown bread. Oh my god. You don't put it. The only thing you put on brown bread is either beans or butter. That's it. You don't. That's it. You don't put. Uh, you don't put steak on. Brown. It's not usually for sandwiches. You put beans on on brown bread. <gasps> oh, like uh, is wait. So is beans is beans on toast the thing in the the in New England in general, or is that just a brown bread? When you got brown bread around, you put beans on it. Oh, bean like, bread. You can do like you can do like bean beans on bread, bean beans on toast. Yeah, I mean I don't because like if <laughs> I did, it'd be like Chernobyl's here. I don't. Like, it's like wet, mushy, <laughs> weird texture. It's like it's like yeah. See, I don't get like people like they put like like milk in their cereal. It's like yeah. Like, nah, no. Nah. Wait, they put what? <laughs> He's being sarcastic. Milk... No, people that put milk in their cereal? Like, what's wrong? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, you're gross. serious? Oh, no. It's, it's... If I want no, to eat soggy cardboard, whoa, 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 whoa. I'd go out. Are you being serious? dead ass? If I want to eat soggy cardboard, I would go no, take a box, not. put it he's, out in the he's rain. He's being like, sarcastic. You know this is... No. I you, eat my cereal. Are you fucking with us? I only eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I eat it dry. Your whole life? There's no... My whole life. I've never done any milk in my cereal because that is gross. Well, folks, you've heard it here first. Uh, this... Hype Man Kyle's a fucking alien. What the hell? Is this happening? That's I've never heard this. It's like, no, that's gross. I should have known I couldn't trust a dude that doesn't like peanut butter. <laughs> oh, this is making so much more sense now. It's just everything about you, it's Kyle. TMP podcast featuring Super Day and Soul because they kicked Kyle out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't know we were doing a podcast with a psychopath who doesn't right? put milk in his cereal. Yo, to be That's... fair, to be fair, Cinnamon Toast Crunch does taste better without the milk. But thank you. But other cereals, <sighs> though. Oh yeah, no, I don't do other cereals. No, your whole life. So, yeah, no, ew, no. I don't. I don't even do Rice Krispie treats. That's no, that's gross. 
I mean, oh, that was my jam. I, that cereal, the Rice Krispie no. Treat cereal, anyway, was my wait. jam. Wait, is there a difference between Rice Krispie Treat cereal and Rice Krispie cereal? Yeah, it was Rice Krispie Treat cereal was like little, um, little clusters of like what, like uh, Rice Krispies. So they yeah. were like, uh, yeah, essentially like like little clusters of crispy treats, Rice Krispie treats, like that's oh my god, that sounds amazing. I've never seen that. That I'm was mad. so good, dude. That was my shit. Well, it wasn't. But, Kyle's hold on, shit. okay, but back to this. Yeah, back to this. No, so Kyle, your whole <laughs> entire life, you've never. Not never, but like you, you would always prefer no milk, just dry cereal. Like I'm sorry, I can't even. I can't even. Do you just walk around with what question to ask? No, I pour it into a bowl, you weirdos, and eat it with a spoon like an ape. But you eat it dry out of a bowl with a spoon. spoon? (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. The best part is that he's making it sound like we're insane. Yeah, like that's really a crazy one. Soggy, <laughs> soggy, soggy, nothingness. If you want soggy, make oatmeal. It, the, it, like, I, it's like I don't want, I don't want soggy, I don't want sogginess. I need an adult. Like, I want some crunch. <laughs> Right? I, don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. With my, <laughs> what are we doing here, man? Where do we this go from crazy. here? Just you know what? Episode canceled. Even chairs mad, dude. Chair is yeah. pissed. Chair is. Look at listen to that, dude. <laughs> Yo, real talk. Uh, what is our topic tonight? I'm looking at. I didn't see all these DMs on IG before. Uh, you guys hopped on. I, I don't. I don't know what the topic is. Is our topic obscure food choices? Yep. That's what. Let's it, get it. Let's get it. That's what it seems like so far. We're gonna talk about something really quick about our uh, our quick success as a as a podcast. We've created one thousand one hundred seventy nine minutes of new content. It's about ninety six percent more than Let's any other go. creators in the art category. Ooh, okay, beautiful. Our really? top episode was the very first episode. One hundred thirty nine percent more streams than your average episode. Oh yeah! So shout out to Tortle. Yeah, yeah. That was the very first episode we had, and we interviewed them. And yeah, then they yeah. just dropped off. They said, "All right, Tortle's gone. Uh, what else is out there?" We yeah. were heard in four countries. Ooh. Our top three were United States, mm-hmm. Philippines, mm-hmm. and Australia. Perfect. Okay. Love it. Philippines, huh? I don't, know, had... I don't know who that one would be. Between July thirty first and August sixth, we had. 81% more listeners compared to our average week. Perfect. Ooh. Let's go. What episode? When was that? Was that number one? Just in general. We, yeah, it was just in general. <laughs> oh. We were in the top 10% most shared globally. 63% was from a direct link. 27% was on Instagram. 5% was through texting. Three percent was through Facebook, and two percent was through other. Facebook, huh? People are still doing that. Snap. We are man. a top ten podcast for twenty-eight of our fans. Our Perfect. top five podcast for twenty-three of our fans. We are oh. the number one podcast 
for nine of our fans. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So clearly we're doing something correct. Round of applause for us. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And thanks to everyone who's who listens to the pod. Sincerely, thank yeah, you guys serious. for listening Please. and hearing us bullshit week week after week. Yeah. Absolutely. In a good way. Bullshit in a good way, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no. Give it, give it up for Chair. Chair is the real star here. (laughs) That's my guy, Chair. That's a drinking Chair and Soups are are, they're real tight. They've grown to a strong bond over the past episodes. What happens when Chair just goes away? What happens? Like, what happens when Chair evolves? Goes from this little, this little squeaker to this, you know, this mid-sized war turtle. You know, like what what happens then? (laughs) Soups is gonna be uh like yo you changed you're not the same anymore. He's like how you dare uh you? I don't know how to relate to you anymore, man. Oh me? No, to the chair when he oh. evolves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? <laughs> Let me see here. What? So um, in a smooth, super smooth transition. What is the topic again? Oof. <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting one to edit. <laughs> oh yeah this one's gonna be a fun one the topic of the week is why stepping out of your comfort zone is very important to do yes you have to why, why do you why do you have to because if you stay in your comfort zone for so long you're just gonna be stuck you're gonna be doing the same thing over and over again and you're just gonna be stuck you're gonna get bored you're gonna just be in this safe little world I feel that like break the circle and go, go. I feel that. I feel that. And it doesn't matter if other people aren't like on board with it right away. You know, it's people, people, you know, they, they find you for certain things that you do and then you evolve and you change and people might filter out, but you know, that's not what it's about. It's about what you want to do. What's going to make you happy and the newest most fresh and satisfying way that you choose to self-express exactly yeah yeah soups so well i was going to extend a question real quick because stepping out of your comfort zone what does that look like to you guys as as illustrators what does stepping out of your comfort zone look like looking at another work that you admire and you want to like say you love doing ink drawings right you love it you love doing pen nib like you don't like you're not into digital just yet, but you want to get there. But you are all about that, that pen and nib life. And then you see Mobius's work, and you go, "I want to, I want to do that." But you get intimidated by that work. Fucking sit your ass down mm-hmm. and study that shit. Exactly. Do it. Mess up make a mistake get angry at yourself it's gonna happen roll with the goddamn punches it's gonna happen you're not gonna do anything perfect the first time you don't don't learn anything to get punched exactly you don't learn anything by doing everything perfect there's no learning curve there there's nothing yeah it's hard it's hard to get into that mindset too right because i think everybody wants to be good at something like I think a lot of I think about all the activities that I did when I was a kid, like Taekwondo and other sports and stuff, and how not really feeling like I was good at it, 
kind of made me I eventually quit, you know, all those those activities that I used to do. And so it's hard to get past that hump of like, I'm not good at this one thing or I'm not good at something. And then pushing through that to like actually start seeing progress, you know, it's kind of a a hurdle to get over. I feel so like in the beginning, I agree. What's stopping you from going back and doing one of those things that you regret not doing? What's stopping you? Uh, no, I don't, I wouldn't say I necessarily regret not doing those things anymore. Um, when I started getting back into like drawing and like when I first started my account doing lettering and stuff, like it was a definitely a learning curve to like learn Procreate, for example, you know, I wasn't very good at Procreate. I didn't really understand it. I mean, I didn't really know exactly how to use the program and stuff, but then you know, for whatever reason, one one reason or another, I pushed through it, you know, and I decided to, like, stick with it. And, you know, now I feel really comfortable in Procreate, and I feel comfortable doing digital stuff, and I kind of have my own flow now. And, you know, sort of started developing my own techniques in, in Procreate, and now, you know, now I feel pretty comfortable. But it's like getting over that one initial hump, I think, in the beginning when you start anything new. It's, it's that like, that mental block, at least for me, it's that mental block that like, man, this just isn't that much, uh, for certain things, it's like, this isn't that much fun because I, I'm not, I'm in a, like, in a really extreme sort of learning curve right now, right? Mm -hmm, the curve is yeah. going like straight up. So it's kind of like really arduous and like really tough to like learn this. And so I think a lot of, times it's just easier to kind of stop you know and not continue i know as a, as a kid i didn't have that discipline you know with things what do you I mean it was e what do you mean it was easier to stop so there were certain things that i felt like i had kind of uh i don't know this might be going into another topic but e easier to stop because um i just didn't i, I don't know it was hard i guess that's like the shortest way to put it it was just hard so as a kid you know again not really having that discipline i just kind of was like oh no you know i want to quit i think a lot of a lot of kids kind of have that mentality because unless like you're forced into something or like your parents like encourage you to continue with something it's just kind of like no nah, i'm not really that's not fun because i'm not good at it you know but is that making any sense? Am I just blabbing right no, now? No, I get it. I get it. I get where you're coming from. It's like I get it, but yeah, it's it's like I, when you feel like it's like because depending on the type of like for me at least, depending on the type of art style that you're doing, it's not gonna look pretty right off the bat, and you might feel like it's not gonna turn out good because you don't like it at the moment, and you just kind of like. This yeah. isn't going to look good. I don't want to stick with it. I'm going to scrap this whole thing and start over and do what I'm used to. But, you know, a lot of times, like for painters, ex for example, you know, it, it doesn't look pretty right off the bat because you have to build up those layers. And if you stick with it and keep adding without adding too much, if you keep adding and like rendering and working at it, you get past that ugly phase. Yeah. But the first few times and you just do to be it, clear. No, you got it. You got it. No, 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 no. You go. No, no, no. You go. <laughs> uh, 
I don't even remember what I just said. Oh my <laughs> god. It. You got it. But the, but, the, but, the fir- but the first couple times that you do something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like the first couple times you do something, you don't really understand the process yet, so you don't know how long this ugly phase is supposed to go on before it starts to get the way you intended. The ugly phase is never going to go away. You're going to always have the ugly phase. Whether you want it to be there or not, it is going to be there. You can do a piece like you can draw, we'll use an example. Like you can draw Soul Seer a hundred times. No, you can't. Do you think, well, no, I can't. You can't. Do you no, think out of those 100 times, Soul Seer is going to be the exact way you want him to be out of those 100 times? Uh, no. Ugly face is always going to be there. No, uh, no, the, the ugly face thing, I, I, I mean, like, are you saying that there the ugly phase is in reference to what Soul was saying, like in the beginning of a piece, like things aren't really the pieces aren't really put together in the way that you want, kind of like when you start doing the initial sketch, sometimes like my sketch looks like right, and and that's what sometimes kind of weird, yeah, and that's what sometimes like deters people from continuing the piece, like they just do the sketch and then just like oh this doesn't look the way I wanted to, well, uh, well of course okay. it doesn't because you haven't even gone through yet it's still you're, it. still you're still gonna be in that phase every time you have to push got it through that like you're not you don't just go and okay. follow a lego set and get there halfway and be like oh this isn't looking like the millennium falcon no fucking shit you're not even done yet like, keep going <laughs> yeah okay now 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 i i, I get what you're saying I agree, I agree with that. There's always going to be a phase. Maybe not. There, There's usually this phase where I'm kind of like, is this... I, I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe it's an ugly phase or I'm just kind of like questioning myself or something. You know, and a lot of my yeah. pieces, that kind of happens. Especially when I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Like, oh, yeah. that. that is like... I think I told you guys recently I was commissioned by a buddy to do um, like a piece for him and his his wife for their anniversary. Uh, they really like the studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. Ghibli, Ghibli um, movies. And so they asked me to do a portrait of them. Uh, I think it's it's my neighbor. Uh, what is Totoro? it? My neighbor who? Totoro? My neighbor Totoro? Yeah, Totoro. Totoro, that's the big, like, uh, the big gray, like, cat-looking thing. Yeah. I've never seen it. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> so I was a perfect person. To, I was a perfect person to do a portrait for. <laughs> um, Unbiased. But, but I love it, and, and, and I know the style and stuff. But it was, it was supposed to be, instead of Totoro, it was supposed to be their cat. Um, okay. So I did this portrait, and you guys have seen kind of my style and how I approach art. And it's like way, 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 way outside of my comfort zone. And, um, that was like such a difficult process for me. Like, I don't, I think that if it wasn't a commission piece that I was getting paid to do, I would have very, it would have been very easy. Not saying that I would have, but it would have been super easy for me to just abandon the project. How'd Why you would they about ask it you to do something that's not your motif? But at it's the a same close time, buddy this is... from college. 
who just wanted wanted a peace of mind. He's just like, oh, I just I know this isn't your. He even said it. He's like, I know this isn't your style, but I just wanted to extend it to you. Like, would you be open to, to trying it? And then I saw it as like I was like almost not going to do it, but I was like, I think that this would be a cool challenge for myself. Right, yeah. and and this is where you know, even though it's you know not your motif, this is where clearly stepping out of your comfort zone comes into play. Yeah, so that was a that was a situation where I was like completely outside of my comfort zone. It was like way more detailed than I'm usually used to. It was in a different style than I'm used to. I think the piece personally, like I think the piece came out pretty good, but there are things that I know, um, for sure. There are people who are way better at that style than I am, um, like chair. And like, um, but you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not my style, but I, like I said, I wanted to take on the challenge because I knew that it was going to take me out of my comfort zone. And through that process, I actually did learn a lot about that style. I learned a lot about, um, coloring in that style. Um, like looked at a lot of pieces and like really tried to bring in that sort of feeling of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was not perfect because it's I'm not used to that, and you know, it, it's me, whatever. But it it took me so far out of my comfort zone. But like I said, if it wasn't a commission piece that I had already agreed to do, I probably would have. If it was just something that I was like, oh, let me just draw my neighbor Totoro, like, and let me just try to draw it. I think that I would have. Feel like you would have scrapped it. I, I could have very easily, very yeah, very easily. I could have scrapped it during the process because it was like a really tough process for me to like get through the piece and and but i learned so much i'm so glad i did it that's the moral that's the moral of the story is that there's so much that i learned from doing that and i never would have again it's not my style so i don't think that on my own i ever really would have done that I don't know that I ever would have given myself that challenge, you know. That's that's dope that you, you know, powered through it and did it. Would you say that some of the things that you learned from that you'll incorporate into your own style? Not like a whole bunch to where it completely changes or anything, but like any any part of the process you think you'd carry over, like anything you did with the coloring or the values or anything like that? So yeah, I I hadn't thought of it, but yes, I um the backgrounds okay it gave me a lot of like insight and ideas into more like because i don't do a ton of backgrounds in my stuff like mm -hmm. where backgrounds meaning like landscapes or actual settings yeah placing a character yeah setting like in, in a jungle or in the mountains or whatever so yeah, yeah. yeah no same that yeah, process same. was kind of interesting yeah <laughs> so that part's kind of interesting where it's like learning how to incorporate a background like a setting and some techniques with like i don't know like I, I did that scene where it's them at the bus stop and it's raining and they're holding umbrellas yep oh so it's like it's like a, that's a classic yeah scene. so that's like a classic yeah so that was the reference that he gave um he wanted their cat holding like the umbrella over them too and i'll show you guys i'll, I'll send you guys a uh the image but um yeah i think like the the backgrounds and the, some of the techniques for like filling filling up the space in the background without being too detailed with it like still being able to make it feel like a vibrant not vibrant but like a lush kind of background without yeah. with just kind of like blocked blocked in shapes and like sort of not not as much detail but still making it feel really 
lush, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of the things that I think I learned that I might. I I, I th- I'm excited. You know, I might I might want to try in the future, but I don't know. You know, but touching. But, you know, yeah. I, I went. I I stepped away to go grab a drink of water. But touching on, uh, on landscapes. Yeah, no, that's definitely not my motif, either. It is. It's just not. It's just not. Like, uh, like the way that uh, Axe Braun does it, where he has like in like a semi cube. Like, have you guys seen those? I think so. Axe. In a semi cube. Hold on, let me pull yeah. up his account. Let me pull up his account. And I'll see. Uh, let me do. Oh like... yeah, where the background is like in a cube contained within the like. Within like border, the, the canvas, border. yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's my goal. Like, that's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's really cool because there are some items and stuff in the fore in the foreground that kind of break that plane, right? They break out of that like background. That's really cool. Right now, it's like imagine if like you got a deal and you can create that entire thing. It's like a figurine, like a small figurine. Yeah, yeah. Like that whole scene, like with your character in it, like running, and you just make a three D model of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That like, would be pretty crazy. How sick would that be? You could just have it he, like slowly rotating on like it could, be, it could just be like a, a paperweight. Like slowly rotating. Like, yeah. oh, that's a dream. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool idea actually. He has one that's like a little bit further down that looks like two characters but the way he drew it is like where the path that they're running on looks like it's on a platform that's just kind of floating in dark like in space yeah i'll I'll post it in the discord that would be kind of cool as like a figurine right or as like a little model or something that just kind of keeps rotating yes yes oh this is from his um his inktober oh he did an inktober i didn't know that so he has three stories this is the third, this is the, well, this is the third chapter. He has multiple stories going on that involve this, this character that he's created. It's Al, Al, Al Octavia. So what is Al Octavia? Yeah. Al, Al, Al Octavia. Yeah. Al Octavia. And he, he has like multiple chapters. Like just, like, it's just. This guy definitely, or girl, I believe it's, I believe he's male. It could be wrong. I don't know. But like, just his, the way he storytells, and like, you can definitely tell. Like at one point, he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna just do this. Like, I'm just gonna take the leap, and I'm gonna do this." Because he was, I mean, even his further down work of of these dinosaurs and and knights, like. The tri oh, yeah. the Triana Guard and you have what's this one right here? What's this one? Herbalist Macy and with another dinosaur. Like it's wild. But like you can tell he started one way and he immediately went, This isn't for me. Like I I'm gonna try something else. Like he was doing like ink drawings. 
It, it literally looks like he found the color purple one day and he just went, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with it. It's, <laughs> it's, my, it's my color. I'm going to roll with it. I really like his inked stuff with the yellow, the touches of yellow and stuff that he did. The bottom here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, towards the bottom. But yeah, he, yeah, he's like, he discovered purple and he's like, this uh, feels right. He found he found the purple crayon book and he's like, "Oh my god, it's my biography, and I love it." <laughs> this is about me. It's about me, but like the way he uses purple, like it's just it's it's perfect. Like it's so well done. Yeah, it's really really good. He has really good stuff. Like that guy went from black and white, and then he found purple. He's like. Watch what I can do with this shit. I'm gonna tell you something. Watch what I can do with this. So, do you guys, it, it, to pivot real quick, Kyle, a little bit, but do you guys find, do you guys, uh, what am I trying to say? Are you intentional with stepping out of your comfort zone? Like, do you guys intentionally seek out ways to do it, or do you guys find that it just kind of happens as you try to develop your style or try to try new things? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, like if it happens naturally while you're like doing a piece, like I, I, I like personally, I normally go like, all right, like all right, this is happening. Like, let's just let's roll with it and see what happens. Then there are times it's like, all right, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this, and then I'm gonna fail, but I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna fail, but I'm gonna try it again. Always push yourself. If it does come naturally, then you know you roll with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you sure. don't actually, you don't have specific projects in your mind where you're like, today I'm going to try to draw a Grim Kid in this style or something, just because it's like, not not your thing. Oh, well, I I do, and 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 I I have sketches of them, but then I've deleted them, but. I will be. No. Yeah. On my old iPad. Yep. Yep. You had Grim Kid in different styles just to kind of like test yourself? Yeah. And it just, and then I immediately was like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I kind of want to try it again. (laughs) Like, seeing as my skills have elevated, I kind of want to see what it will be like now. Hey, Kyle, that ugly face is always going to be there. It's like a mental thing that even I got to tell myself, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but like, I got flaws too, and I got to work through them. I I mean, I can preach to the choir all day, but I got to, I got to reap what I sow too. Amen there, partner. What about you, soul? Uh, what's what's the question? (laughs) My bad. Oh my God. I knew that was coming. It's, it's been a minute. It's Me been a minute too. since I heard the question. <laughs> what was the question? Uh, do you do you like uh, find yourself intentionally? Do, do you set up like like challenges or personal projects for you specifically to get yourself out of your comfort zone, or do you find that it happens just as you're trying to evolve your style? Uh, or... I think I think it's a little both. Like Kyle said, sometimes I'll see some inspiration. Uh, I'll see. I'll see something that's in a specific style. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I want to try that. 
Uh, I, I tried. I might like it, might not like it. If I do like it, I'll at least try to incorporate it, but not like take the whole thing with me. Just kind of like what you did with your Studio Ghibli piece where you take bits and pieces from the process and add it to yours and really just try to mash all that shit together. And Because, you know, they, they, they say that, you know, when you take inspiration from, uh, shout out to Kyle for the amazing book recommendation, Still Like an Artist, uh, Austin Cleon says that when you take from, well, he didn't say it, someone else said it, but he brought it up in the book. When you take from other styles that already exist and mix them together, that's when you create something completely unique. And uh, I, I find myself like kind of doing that unconsciously sometimes. And sometimes intentionally just from getting bored of the same process. What about you, Soups? I don't, I wouldn't say that I am super intentional with like, I'm good. Well, okay. I guess that's not true. There are certain things that I'm like not comfortable drawing. There are a lot of things that I'm like not used to drawing or comfortable drawing or like, I don't know where I'm like, Oh, I want to draw this thing in this position, you know, that I'm not super used to. I do get frustrated. Okay. All right. So sometimes I'll have a concept in my mind is what I'm trying to say. And, and I won't know how to execute it. You know, I'll start drawing and it's like not really flowing and it's not working out really well. And it looks pretty bad. But I will, a lot of the times I do push through it, even though it's, it's tough, um, because I don't want to admit defeat. <laughs> you know, I don't want the thing to like, to Eat you down. win, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's intentional where I'm like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this because it's uncomfortable. It's most of the time it's like, from my limit, my own personal limitations, as far as like illustration wise, where I'll be like, I want to draw this one thing and I've never drawn it before. I have no idea how to draw it. And I'm just gonna try it and see what happens. Sometimes I scrap it, but sometimes I don't. And usually it's super frustrating. And at the end, I don't love it because, you know, it doesn't feel 100% like me, if that I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, you know, cause I'm trying, I'm fighting so hard with it and it's like not flowing. And then it like, doesn't really feel very, um, like me for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of intentionality, but I think for the most part, it just comes from like, I want to draw this thing. I've never drawn it and I'm going to push through it because I'm stubborn and I don't want the thing to... <laughs> I don't want to admit defeat, I guess is my answer. I get that. It makes sense. It's yeah. Like, I just, um, I hate the feeling that like, I can't, I'm like, I want to draw this thing, but I, I'm having such a hard time drawing it. And then I just have, I have a harder time just being like, Oh, okay. I just won't draw it. I'm like, no, fuck that. I got to learn how to draw this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's the spirit you want to have for art. Cause if it's not, you know, if you're just doing it for the fun of it and it's not for money and you have that mentality, then I think you are in the right place. Because you're not doing, you're not trying to progress it for the sake of money. You're doing it for the sake of your own personal development. And that's where it should come from first and foremost with art, in my opinion. Makes sense. Because yeah. then I mean, when you if... get to like the real world, you can like, not the real world, but like the paying stuff, you've already done the legwork and you can knock it out. It's like, oh, I've done this before now. Yeah. Yeah, you do what you love and you love what you do. And if you don't Boom. love what you do, like you 
and not doing it right. There it is. What are the like? What are the main benefits that you guys see from like jumping out of your comfort zones with like illustration and stuff? What are some mm-hmm. like things that you guys? What like specific examples? Like what are the things that you guys have have like gained from that experience? Mm, uh, I've learned I've learned my weaknesses, which are clearly um, settings. Um, I've learned that yeah, like you know the you know lighting. I've learned that like you, know, you learn your weaknesses, but then you learn like your strengths. You learn like okay, this is what I'm good at. Let me see if I can incorporate this into other works more often. I'm gonna grab a drink make- real quick. Sorry, I'll be right back. Make that like a, a common theme. Chair misses you. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like the weaknesses thing a lot. That's a big, that's because a big can, one. For me, yeah. that's the most frustrating part about it. Why is that the most frustrating? Because it, it reveals how, it reveals my weaknesses and it's uncomfortable for me to reveal. Well, I for mean, me to have your weaknesses... weaknesses our weaknesses can become your our weaknesses can become your strengths. Oh my god, I couldn't even think of the word. A weakness can <laughs> I become you were gonna say I was like <laughs> A weaknesses can become uh... the weaknesses. And for that I say you're welcome. Yay, Yay. good Kyle. Yay. Good <laughs> Thank job, you. <laughs> good chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's good to know to know what your weaknesses are and I, I agree. I think that like getting out of your comfort zone shows that a lot. And it shows you what you need to to work on and it like it makes everything a little bit more focused, right? But it's still for me it's still uncomfortable to be like to go out of my comfort zone because of those weaknesses, right? I'm kind of like, uh, I don't want to, I just want to think that I'm good and just draw things that I'm good at drawing and, you know, call it a day. But that that's not how you progress. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very true. What about you? So what have you learned? What's like a specific thing that you've learned from going out of your comfort zone? Oh, man, dude. Uh, I, I feel like color palettes and like choosing colors going out of my comfort zone i learn a lot more about colors color theory colors that work together things that are aesthetically pleasing and the importance of knowing anatomy you know just learning more of it because that seems like a battle that we are all forever going to be fighting in anatomy is so freaking hard i'm so bad at it dude when you learn uh, it, but that's satisfying. good that's again how you progress yeah yeah you can't that's a thing too that's Oh, you, you talk. You, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 You talk. No. You talk. Everyone no, talk all at once. No. <laughs> you can't break the in the chair. You can't break the rules until you know the rules. You know, like not bad at anatomy. You're still learning anatomy. Hell, I think you're going to be learning anatomy for a very long time. Forever. Forever. There's always like a new it's muscle ever, that you ever. realize you weren't drawing. <laughs> Like this, a flim to the flum flower there. <laughs> I didn't know that was there. Pinkies have biceps. There are seven knuckles to nine fingers. What? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, God, if you no. study, if, if you all study AI art, you will get uh, some. I mean, there's a muscle on top of your <laughs> eyelid. Muscle? Wait. Oh God. On top of your eyelid muscle. Top of your. Eyelid. Is a muscle on top of your eyelid muscle? You gotta have muscles yeah, on some your muscles. In this guy's forearm. The AI dude's forearms are just nuts. Like there are eighty-seven big. new he's, muscles. He's so hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. We made soups uncomfortable. So funny, <laughs> uh, clearly, <laughs> soups is like ah, oh, my Lord Jesus. I liked it. Lord Jesus. That was good. Ooh, oh, chair digs Lord it. Jesus. Ooh, chair. Oh, this chair, like, I keep having to, like, sit up and, like, have the chair come up that, like, I'm pretty much just sitting on the floor now. Like, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Wait, did we ever, did we ever ask, is this a new, a brand new chair? Oh, yeah, I've had this chair for a couple months now. It's a cheap, like, $50, like, office chair. Thing sucks. Let's go! Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, like, an, is it, like, an Amazon find? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Exactly. Actually, that's exactly what it is. It's an Amazon find. <laughs> you should write a review. <laughs> what? You should write a review about how it squeaks during your podcast. <laughs> Yo, I probably should be like this. Make shit. sure you say TNP podcast. podcast. TNP. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> and then you should add a link saying here. Listen to like, yep, <laughs> listen yep. to what I'm talking about, and then it's just Yo. a link to a thing, and then people get sucked in. That's how you do it. That's <laughs> actually not a bad idea, and I'm going to do it. Perfect. I, I'm going. I'm. Just that's freaking... exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into like reviews of freaking... like. I'm going to go into Yelp. Be like, oh, this hotel did not have my podcast. Like, you know the TMP podcast? Yeah, they didn't have it. With my continental breakfast. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, what's they're the like, TNP podcast? Oh, you don't know. Like, here, link right now. You, you've never heard of it? Here, here you go, Glendale. Glendale. <laughs> right Glendale. after the early bird special, 7 a.m. Monday mornings. Nothing like a... Nothing like a you, know you, a you know you... <laughs> a steamy warm coffee with a... Listen to three artists talk about brown bread and... Jelly sandwiches. Art. <laughs> you know how you wake up in the morning in your hotel room, you know, and you, you get dressed and you're you're all psyched to get to the continental breakfast and usually they have a podcast in the background. Well they didn't have any podcast playing in the background and it wasn't TMP. And I'm pissed. They had Dolly Parton playing. Listen, I got nothing against the Parton, but I want some TNP. The Pardon me if I toast don't request some TNP. I want some toast and pancakes <laughs> with my TNP podcast. <laughs> some jelly and sandwich bread. That's just a jelly sandwich, bro. Like you just, you said it. You just described it. You did it. <laughs> Freaking jelly sandwich, dude. Yo, dude. Honestly, though, a jelly sandwich is like the same as jelly on toast, almost. And I have had that. I've had jam on toast, so. I can't really knock it. That's true, but if I don't have peanut butter and jelly, 
Like if I only have jelly, I'm not making a jelly sandwich. I'm waiting <laughs> till I get more peanut butter. Yeah, that, that's the that's the deal breaker. Putting one more piece of bread on top. That's it, okay. It's that's okay. The no go. Here, okay, here's a scenario. <laughs> that's where yeah, the line is drawn. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. I need an open face jelly sandwich, please. <laughs> okay, hold on. Here's a here's a scenario. Here's exactly. Deconstructed. I got this. I got this. Right, so you are. Hold on, let me change this. Give me a second. All right, so like this is like the end of the world scenario where like peanut butter is gone forever. Like all you have is just jelly and bread. You're telling me you're not gonna make a jelly sandwich and you're just gonna die? No, I'm gonna do deconstructed, man. I'm just gonna conserve bread. I'm not wasting two slices on one spread of jelly. Like what? What? I'm conserving bread. I'm trying to figure out what you just said out loud with your jelly words. Sandwich. Yeah, the open face, open face I'm gonna jelly make a sandwich. Open face sandwich. With the with the top bread, I'm gonna make a second open face jelly sandwich. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Soups is rich. They do everything open face, deconstructed. And he lives in Cali, man. Rich Cali swag. Are you like the type of person that does like deconstruct? Are you like the type of person that does like deconstructed uh like egg rolls? Deconstructed sloppy joe. Oh, yeah, all that shit out here. All that <laughs> shit. Why do you gotta deconstruct it? Like you already made it. It's already done. Just fucking eat the thing. You don't. De it's not a Lego piece. Deconstructed de hot pockets. Deconstructed. <laughs> yeah, even things, even things that come constructed, we decon we deconstruct <laughs> them. A hot just, pocket it's just deconstructed. A it's just like this a ripped a, open pastry with diarrhea. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's just a pastry with with warm, diarrhea meat. This yeah. man gets a whole car. You know what? It. We're gonna figure out why this is all put together. Let's get let's get <laughs> let's get some people. Let's get the neighborhood out here and make this a day. Let's dissect it. <laughs> let's deconstruct this car. Let's like, get to the let's you, get to the bottom of this. Why thing. do you hate things? Like why do you hate things? Oh shit. Yo, we're really rusty. We didn't do who the soups hate. Soups, who do you hate? Uh Today. jelly sandwich. Not how cement works. Soups, who the fuck do you hate? Go ahead. Go ahead. Just tell us. Who the fuck? I actually don't have it. I don't have anyone, but I did yeah, see I a Chris Doe video. Oh, a Chris uh -oh. Doe uh -oh. video. Here we go. And we're gonna get sued. I just want to clarify guy. something about clarify something about Chris Doe. He, I, I think that what he has to say is valuable. I think that he's a smart guy, and I think he has a lot of uh, value to give people. I, I just like don't like the way. Oh, never mind. I just don't like the way he presents the information is what I don't like about him. That's what I wanted okay. to clarify. Okay. It's just his personality. I think it's no, just what I don't I, like about him. I get that, dude. I was listening all to... His shit, all his shit is like good and it's like useful and I think he's, again, super smart. But yeah, go ahead. So. No, I, I was just going to say that I, I heard one of the episodes of his podcast the other day and he was like kind of condescending to the people asking questions he was if he, someone would ask a question and it might run on a little too long and he's like yeah okay that's two questions i'll answer both i'm like god damn dude just slow it slow it down chill it out you don't gotta be so snarky yeah. <laughs> but i don't know he's a smart dude though 
I've learned a lot from him over the years. So that's but... What I... but yeah, me too. I definitely have. I definitely learned a lot from him. But that's where my gripe with Christo comes in is that I just don't like the way you present the material. So I don't want to listen to you. I get that. I get it. You know. You know what I'm saying, Jafio? This whole time we did suit who does soups hate, and Soup comes back and goes, "You know what, guys? I'm in love with Chris Doe." Okay, you, you gotta Doe mix it up for the finale. He comes back, he goes, "Chris Doe's my boo." Ooh, <laughs> next week is a finale. So. It's the so, finale of Who the Soups Hate. <laughs> the season, yeah, because it's gonna end right. This is the <laughs> this is the no, last no, no, who no. The soups cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> We have an episode that's oh, next week. That's it. Cliffhanger. We gotta have him just ready for the next season to find out who he hates next. The last, the last, uh, part of the the next week's podcast should just be who does soups hate, and then the episode just at the end, the episode just cuts off, <laughs> and then people have to wait till next <laughs> season to find out who I hate. Oh it's shit! Actually, not a bad How idea. So we have to kind of we in. have to edit we have to edit this part out because that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, no spoilers. I love that. No spoilers. I love that all my my harebrained ideas actually actually uh, like Kyle's actually on board with a lot of them. Just go for it. I pre I appreciate you, Kyle. I appreciate you joining with my there's three of us in this podcast board. am I not supposed to enjoy with the things you say like <laughs> it's a really good idea apparently I don't <laughs> no Kyle's just a high man he just shows more that's true. that's true it's a good fucking idea why can't we just accept that it's terrible soups you know what, Soups? Go fuck yourself. This is stupid. Damn. Thing, right? <laughs> I wasn't trying to convert you. No, you got to stay honest. honest. Is that what you want? 100 to zero. Anarchy and nonsense. Yeah, there. Oh. 100. All about it to just fuck you. There, I'll, I'll bring the heat. <laughs> I'll bring the heat. <laughs> You're welcome. I should I should stay out of the kitchen if I can't take it, you know. Ooh. Yeah, stay out of the kitchen with your peanut butter, you nasty. Whoa, 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 whoa. If I could have a cupboard full of, if I could have a shelf dedicated to peanut butter, yo, yes, uh, I'm there. I'm I'm there right now. I would now. do it. I'm I'll in have your a house. peanut butter party. You're in my house. Yeah, that's if that's happening. What what's good, dude? What up? Yo, let's make so peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> I used to do that. I don't know I think about that. I used to do that as a kid. I never, I never did just jelly, but I would do just peanut butter. It was Yo. dry as shit, but I would do it. <laughs> just choking. Just... <laughs> Blew my mouth shut, but it was fine. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I might I might gross both of y'all out with this, but uh, oh God, so I know it's weird. a no for Kyle, but soups peanut butter and banana sandwich it's fucking disgusting that is that they eat that on, they eat that on fear factor like, sure. dude i'm all for that oh let's go my man so, uh, i'm not a huge i'm not the biggest banana fan in general but that's not to say i'm not you know i'll still eat it for sure 
So oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'll, I'll get down with a peanut butter banana sandwich. For Dog, sure. now I'm really in your kitchen. I'm in there. Peanut. Oh, what about uh? Have you ever had peanut butter and Nutella? Honestly, not. That dude. junk is so good. Nutella's Nutella's scary. Nutella like that. What? Nutella's scary. What is happening? It's not scary like mean? nasty. It's scary like whenever I look at the nutrition facts, I'm like, God damn, I'm gonna get diabetes, oh. dude. I can't oh. fuck with this. It's good yeah. though. It's good. Yeah. I was oh. starting to turn into a big boy in college, man. I was snacking on that shit. This is a no for Kyle too, but <laughs> have you ever had marsh marshmallow fluff and peanut butter slash Nutella sandwich? Never again. What did you just call it? So either either uh, marshmallow fluff with either peanut butter or no. Nutella. Never, no. never again. It is called. It is called fluff, not marshmallow fluff. It is called. That is <laughs> no, that was it the good. It's jet PB puff. fluff. <laughs> no, it is just called. It is PB and fluff. As a staple here, I fluff. did not eat it. I do not eat it, but I know what to call it. It's PB and fluff. <laughs> you, you do I'll not just call say... it marshmallow fluff. I'll just that say is, that's an unnecessary word. I'll say never again. Dad on Annie. But only because I ate too much of it. <laughs> oh, you As have a sandwich. I've had the jet puff. We call it well, it's I don't call it that, but that's what it says on the container. I only bought it once, so I probably say it wrong. But I yeah, had it's called fluff. Is it it's fluff? Called fluff? It's called what fluff. What is the thing that I'm thinking of? Jet puffed. I swear I've seen that. I don't know, but yeah, that. that's marshmallow. Marshmallow. I've had isn't marshmallow it isn't peanut it butter Jif? sandwiches. I think it is. Is it Jif? It's Jif or craft? I think it's Jif. Uh oh no no jet puffed marshmallow cream yeah yeah. yeah. I'll edit this out. That's, a, but that's the craft. That's the craft one. I'll edit this out, but I got uh, way too high in college and ate way too many of those sandwiches, and now I don't. I don't eat it now. <laughs> I don't eat it now. And now you can't eat it, dude. It literally it, says it marshmallow fluff on the can on the jar. It says marshmallow I don't, fluff. No, it's fluff. It is fluff. You take the marshmallow out. Fluff or doodle. No, that's the ingredient. It's just called fluff. <laughs> just call fluff. Just call fluff. It's called. Let's call fluff. Just call. Right. Is it Jimmy's or fluff? It's called fluff. Just call fluff. It's fluff. <laughs> Yo, they know what's up in the chat. My man Mod said grilled peanut butter banana sandwich, fluffer nope. nutter. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that uh, is what it's called. Fluffer nutter is what it's called. Uh, Bunker also said fluffer nutter. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 fluffer nutter. Sounds like something that should be an urban dictionary. That's all I'm saying. It'll give you diabetes. Oh. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that Ooh. reaction was we perfect. Mid sentence. <laughs> oh, God. No, God, Lord, no. Stop me in my tracks. <laughs> oh, no. Peanut butter, banana, and bacon? Yo, Bunker, we're going to need to talk oh, about. Whoa, whoa. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm throwing off. That's so good, Bunker. Bunker is a proven chef. That's man. so good. Enter. Bunker is a proven chef. I I don't know. I don't know. That, that one sounds that throws so me good, for a loop, dude. though. Peanut butter. Banana, you guys ever have bacon. peanut butter on your uh, burgers? No, that's a that's that's out there for me. That's left field. 
Have I've you? never had it either, but I've <laughs> Yo, get the... no, I've never actually had it. You guys definitely just like no, no, no. the bowl before this episode went. Soups is just bringing bullshit to the table now. How dare you? It's real. That's several restaurants. Several restaurants do that. It's like a lot of them call it the Elvis burger, and a lot of them have banana too. It's literally peanut butter banana on your hamburger. No, no, no one does that. You know who does that? You hippies, you out there on the West Coast with your, what? With your, that your avocado nice. toast. Yeah, with your avocado. Like, you don't ruin with it. The avocados. The avocado toast is fucking delicious, though. Fucking wow, beautiful. You put some bacon. You put, like, you put more. You put more meat on it. You don't put more <laughs> gross shit on it. <laughs> By the I way, was not, bothered. I live in California. I'm what? not a huge fan of avocados. Avocados. A word? I'm not a huge fan of avocado. What'd they do to you? I live in the avocado capital of the U.S. Oh, you see that shit too much? <laughs> but they, every, they're going to put avocado and arugula on everything out here. Oh, but, I don't fuck with arugula. Uh, no, me either. But it avocado is not my favorite thing. Well, damn. We really did just like... It's like we just smoked a joint and we are just all... Yeah, like, that's, dude. That's this, you, this, know, you know Soul did. He's over here. He's like, what was the question? I didn't. I'm sorry, what, what was, I'm sorry, what was the question? Dude, it's just like... Oh, sorry, I, forget, I forgot what you said. Like, what, what you like, if we were talking about peanut butter, what was the question? Like, it's just the answers. <laughs> like, whenever someone answers, I'm listening. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. Wait, what? It's my turn? What? What, How, what are we talking about? What? Question? Notice that that I'm every time we were talking about food on, or man. peanut butter, Soul Soul was on board. Soul was oh, right oh, there. Oh yeah, Soul knew exactly. Oh, dude. He was ready for it. He knew all about it. But if you ask him about the topic, he's like, "Dude, I'm a fat ass. Is, if I, if I had it my is, way, all I would do is draw and cook." So if I was gonna step outside my boundaries <laughs> and art, right? Would I bring the crunchy peanut butter or the smooth? <laughs> Huh? That's, that's 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 soul stone. <laughs> I would. Oh, no. <laughs> All I would I would just draw and cook, man. If I had it my way, like that's those are my two things. Or you can cook while you draw, or you can draw while you cook. I can spill food all over my iPad and be really sad. Well, you can't just. That's okay. Wow. <laughs> that's. That got real sad real quick. That got real sad real quick. I Heartbreak. will say that. Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah, man. seriously. Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> I do I do hate when I spill stuff, like, when I'm eating or whatever, when I, like, spill something on my iPad. It's really sad. That's all I had to say. That's all I had to contribute to that conversation. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for showing up, Soups. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for bringing it home. Here. Bring it home. And bring bring it home there, there, bucko. <laughs> so I'm here, guys. Bone saws ready. Bone <laughs> saws ready. I realized that we didn't do another intro, so that is going to be in the intro. Oh, it's in that there. Is the in- that that is the intro. Yeah, that is the, intro. the, the intro. best part is that uh, I have a soundbite of Macho Man Randy Savage, and I played it right after you said that. It was perfect. It's staying. Oh in. yeah. <laughs> oh. 
That's exactly what oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's like the Slim Jim commercial. <laughs> so it's like the sound effect afterwards. Oh, snap. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's great, dude. It's totally awesome. So that's staying. Oh that's staying. <laughs> and that's the outro. <laughs> Y'all ever been in a clean one, pal, dude? Do what? Uh, every, every every time I get in a kerfuffle, I, I got a skedaddle. <laughs> Tell you what, you got to go there and that... when it's time to get. Go on, get, get, boy. Go on, scoot. Go on, get, <laughs> scoot. The only time who I've ever heard you, that Jim? word. Who hurt you? <laughs> I heard my granddad say that word once. <laughs> he had a revolver in his hand. He was yelling. What? Yeah. He he, the only time I ever heard anyone say that, that word, get, was my granddad and he had a gun in his hand. He was yelling at some dogs, what? like some loose dogs in his backyard. He's like, go on, get. And he pulled the biggest <laughs> revolver out of nowhere and just bah! that's that's kind of dark. Down. That's, that's not dark. That's country. No. <laughs> that's, that's country. That, that right there is a Garth Brooks song. He didn't shoot the dog. He shot in the air. Because <laughs> the dogs were all up in the trash. And he shot a pigeon and said, he's like, get on, get. <laughs> I'm gonna be like this okay. here, this here hawk, this trash <laughs> hawk. hawk, trash hawk, trash hawk, trash. Is a chicken hawk episode, a real thing? Name of the podcast. Is a chicken hawk a real chicken thing? Hawk. You guys chicken remember Foghorn Leghorn and the little brown chicken thing? He was like, "I'm a chicken hawk. I eat chickens." Yeah. No. Thing. Yeah, no, yeah. That's a real I'm thing. Gonna, a chicken hawk. I'm, I'm gonna pull a soup here. It's like, a real yeah, thing. I definitely remember it. Yeah. You know what was <laughs> the beautiful thing about the the oh, why yeah. this came up is me and my girl had a conversation about it the other day and nobody Googled it. <laughs> we just decided that we didn't know. <laughs> that's the '90s. That's perfect. Y'all missed that perfect. perfect description of the '90s. <laughs> when you just argue about something back. and never look it up because you can't. That's literally a somebody has like description of the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they have one of those, like, the world of encyclopedia sets where you have, like, the whole alphabet. Encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Encyclopedia. Dude, isn't that crazy? People Unless used to go door-to-door selling encyclopedias. And they Dude, when I was in elementary people used to go door-to-door so door just selling? Like, that was a thing. Yeah. They still do that. Yeah. They sell knives yeah, and shit. Like, still? this... This dude tried to trick me into buying... Oh, it was a vacuum. I'm sorry. It was a Kirby vacuum. He tried to trick me into buying a vacuum. He like he was like acting like I was interested in the price and shit. And he like wrote it down on a piece of paper. And he's like, welcome to the Kirby family. I'm like, I don't want the vacuum. <laughs> you go <What>? away. <laughs> His sales tactic was just to ignore what you were saying. And yeah. just... I was like, I can't afford it. It was like a $700 vacuum. I was like, I can't afford that. $700 vacuum? Was it doing your taxes too? <laughs> right? He wrote a number down. He's like, welcome to the Kirby fan. It was like, it was it, still like 550 
Like that's it's still also like expensive. A robot? Like what the hell? I wish. I'll suck the, I'll suck the villains right out of this house. I'll <laughs> suck the ghost out and the bad juju. Oh shit! There you go. Bunker used to sell vacuums. Bunker's done it all. I'm telling Bunker's, you, Bunker really. Bunker's lived the life. Everything. That, Bunker definitely has lived a life that like is very secret. He's only <laughs> telling you like the parts that he can like legally tell you. But we all know what you actually did, Bunker. Oh, I don't doubt that. We know. Secret. We secret. know. Bunker has he's lived like all three of our lives combined. Yeah. I'll tell you he this though, Bunker. So much. Secret Bunker. secrets are no fun. <laughs> secret secrets hurt someone. Thank you, Shell Servalstein. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like like we're making Bunker seem like he's like like a senior citizen. Secret like agent. Bunker. Oh. Like, <laughs> a senior like he's not a you know he's not a senior citizen he's probably like he's know, a young man he's a young man you know he's he's a young man he's a and dapper debonair clearance a secret clearance years ago yo he's 39 let's go yo he's not even a senior citizen <laughs> and we're over here like making him sound like he was in the world war Two. <laughs> bunker bunker no, was in no world war Two. Bunker. <laughs> Bunker no, was in. Dude, how Bunker old are you guys? Bunker was. Yeah. I'm 31. Bunker was. <laughs> in. Yo, how many times are I gonna say Bunker was in? Bunker was in. Uh, yo. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to get you to say it again. <laughs> he was in. Well, he was in the bunker. Yeah, he was in the in the bunker and the pearl. No, he wasn't no bitch in a bunker. Bunker was, was, he was at the Pearl Bunker Har was Harbor. the bunker. Everyone was around Bunker. Bunker was protecting them all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There and, you go. And the and the Pearl and the Pearl Harbor. The Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I can't Pearl tell Harbor. if it's on purpose or not. It is the on purpose. Pearl. I'm not stupid. <laughs> not stupid, but old. The Pearl, the Pearl Harbor. He was in the, the Pearl Facebook. Harbor. Y'all have the Instagram, right? Y'all remember the MySpace? Y'all have a space of MySpace? Yo, Y'all got the Instacart? Before we, before we call it a night, what the hell happened to Hive? Yo, right? That shit is hey. just... I, I, bounced, I bounced out of there. It gave up. They can... It's, it's like... Ed said it's like two people in Australia that right. run the whole thing. They could not handle the influx of people. Maybe it'll make you it come back. Have, I got rid of my account. Oh, you just got rid of the how? Really? You just deleted the whole thing? Yeah, cause I they when I would go to the explore section of it, I was seeing more dicks than drawings. Wait, like, literally? Let's just put it that way. What? Literally? What are you yeah, searching? Literally. Are you serious? No, not literally. Not, I wasn't searching anything. I would just go to the the explore, essentially the equivalent of the explore page, and it was just dudes' dicks. What? And and I went I went to my settings to change the uh, the like. There's like a not safe for work setting that you can flip on and off. So I had oh, that. Oh fuck! Had that switch so that it wasn't supposed to show me like that like mature content or whatever. And I had that set that setting on, and I was still seeing a bunch of like dicks and boobs and stuff and i'm like Jesus. this isn't what i want high for what 
Oh my god. Yeah. So I was just like, I was like, until they figure that out, like, literally, like, as if you got a dick pic, like, it literally just. I can't tell if you're pranking us. That's insane. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not even kidding at all. I'm afraid like, to look. It's just literally. It was that, and then just it was just like naked people, like for the most part. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it, I understand that. Like, if you have a social media platform, that stuff's gonna pop up no matter what. But like, if I have, you know, if I have the setting turned on, I shouldn't. It's just because it's it's also dependent on people who are posting the stuff also have to tag it or like m- make sure to mark it as not safe for work, right? And if they don't do yeah. that, it's just not gonna, the filter's not gonna catch it. Dude, it's like I- really there's no like algorithm or like filter like good filtering system or anything for it so damn i will I say God. i will say that i am kind of annoyed that i'm seeing thirst traps on there like i was seeing those instantly i'm like dude they're here you too see thirst traps anywhere though that's the only problem and they're in like ridiculous topic sections like they're in the tech section or the travel section i'm just yeah. like what does what does your butt have to do with tech <laughs> What is technical about it besides the fact that it might be what fake? What a sentence. Like, what, what a sentence. I just don't understand. Like, I thought what we were getting away from it, maybe. What does have to do with my computer's RAM? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, you got the iBooty 2000? What is going on? <laughs> Kim, what are you selling them? Oh, my God. Oh my yeah, I couldn't, God. I couldn't do it. I feel, so I, was like, I feel you. Until until they figure that stuff out, like it would have been cool, like early adopting whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, but like I was like, this is not. I'm not about this. Like, and I'm also. I wanted to like expand my art circle and community, and yeah, it's just like I was getting way more of that stuff than any sort of, uh, like real value out of it. You know, so damn right. I bounced. Yeah. I don't blame you. Well, That's why. I mean, people people can stick with it, you know, if they want, obviously. But I don't even think wasn't. you can post anymore. It's just I couldn't for post. me right now. Yeah, no, I. Oh, for I real? Can, I yeah. can post. I can't post either. Crazy. I'm trying to right oh, now. Really? It won't let me. Damn. It's a no go. Sucks. I haven't been able to post on there in like a week. I gotta get better about. I gotta start posting on on Dribble. Like, make it a flow. Like when I post on Instagram, just start posting on Dribble too. Right. And Behance too, I guess. Oh, dude, my Behance is probably so out of date. Oh, mine <laughs> mine definitely is. I know that for sure. Soups, I saw your Behance a little while ago. I was like, okay, all right. The come up of Soups. Shit's, shit's embarrassing, dude. <laughs> I looked at it recently, too. I was like, I want to I wanna do the equivalent of burn this to the, the website equivalent of burn this to the ground. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll see you all next week for our final episode of season one of TNP. Saison one. All right, fellas. See ya. Peace. I only eat cinnamon toast crunch, and I eat it dry.